The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. Clarksville Academy scored a school record 87 points. West Creek's girls soccer has already surpassed their win total from last season and recapping all the action from last week while giving some players of the week. That and more coming up next. This is the Main Street Clarksville Sports Podcast, covering sports in Clarksville and Montgomery County. Here's your host, Brady McAtamney. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's show of the Montgomery County All Sports Podcast. My name is Brady McAtamney, your guy for all things Montgomery County sports here in the beautiful Clarksville, Tennessee. Let's get right into it. We're going to talk real quick about a uh, volleyball game I caught last week. It was Rossview against Montgomery Central. I got to give Montgomery Central some credit. Uh, Their first set, they kept things pretty close. Uh, I believe it was 25 to 21 um, before things kind of fell off from there. Uh, Montgomery Central, kind of a program, still kind of on the mend, whereas Rossview is looking pretty good. Um, I'm going to be going to see them tonight. I'm recording this on Tuesday um, for reference. I'm going to see them tonight against Clarksville. Always a fun rivalry. Uh, we'll talk about that one next week. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to mention that game. Uh, that was one that I caught, got some good photos of. Uh, you can catch those online at uh, MainStreetClarksville.com and Main Street Preps. Um, my coworker is Zach Womble. You can listen to us on the uh, Coach Speak podcast. Uh, he, he was able to catch Clarksville High uh, soccer playing Pope Prep. Um, now, Pope Prep is a very good team. They're now 6-0. and um, They defeated Clarksville 4-0. to um, Clarksville uh, is, is probably still a favorite to be the uh, best team in the city this year, um, but they're, they're rebuilding. They lost a lot of very, very, very talented uh, soccer players, and, um, and they're uh, – they're kind of on the mend a little bit, but uh, we, we got a good quote from Sarah Klutz, head coach of that football team, uh, as they would call it in Europe. Uh, we have grown a lot in the last few weeks, but disappointed because I thought we had an opportunity to take a step forward tonight. I think our mental composure was where we struggled the most, and that is disappointing. I am hopeful there is time for us to get it together. Um, you know, if that's not the mark of a, of a young team still trying to, you know, kind of put, put the pieces, fit the pieces together, um, I don't know what is. Um but uh, we look next to a uh, game I caught on Thursday. Uh, this was the West Creek Lady Coyotes soccer team. Um, they have already surpassed their win total from last season, and that was a year that they thought they took a huge step forward. Um, so for them to already have passed that win total, um, they're, they've now got five wins this year. Um, that kind of shows that this is a program that you know is, is one to watch. Um, they beat Montgomery Central 7-0 to on Thursday night. Um, you know, that was just a huge win for them. They got two goals from Alyssa Elliott and Delaney August um, apiece, as well as goals from Madison Bennett, um, Josephine Spencer, and Catherine Penland. Um, this is this is a team that is, is fun to watch. They've got some good attackers. They got good goalkeeping. They got good coaching from head coach Drew Smith. Um, I've actually got a fun fun uh, little. Uh, feature story coming out about them soon. So stay tuned for that. I'm very excited to tell a, a really fun story that they've had a chance to take part in over uh, the off season. Um, but despite that win, uh, Drew Smith wasn't super thrilled with uh, the game. Um, he said, we just out-athleted them at times tonight. 
it's comfortable because we were never really threatened in the game. But from a coaching perspective, it's kind of hard and annoying because it's not what I wanted to get out of this game. I wanted to work on that possession a little bit, um, which is funny because, you know, they won seven to nothing. And you look on the other side, uh, Montgomery Central head coach Gary Gossett, he was pleased with the effort <laughs> despite the game being, like I said, seven to nothing. Now, this was only Montgomery Central's third game of the season. And this is in mid-September. I guess it was early September when this game was played. That was on uh, September 9th. But, um, you know, you're in September, and that's only their third game because they've had some injuries. They've had some COVID issues. They've had some illnesses. They've had some concussions. So they just haven't really had, you know, uh, many weeks where they've been able to f- even feel the team. Um, so it was only their third game of the season. And uh, here's what I heard from Coach Gary Gossett of Montgomery Central. I'm really pleased with the effort tonight. I know it looks bad on the scoreboard, but hey, I'm happy with what they did because it could have been a lot worse. I've been coaching these girls just to stay positive. If they stay positive, they'll be fine. We've got a freshman goalie. I was playing four freshmen on the field, a couple sophomores, so we're young. Um, so, you know, good to see that effort from Montgomery Central. You know, you hate to see a team lose that badly on the scoreboard, but they're not too upset about it. You know, they're they're um, they're staying positive. They're staying focused, uh, and they're not getting too down on themselves, which you love to see. Now, uh, looking at another game that was kind of a blowout, but kind of a similar situation. The losing team had a lot to take out of it. We're looking at Austin P. They played Ole Miss this week. Um, that's a top 20 team in the FBS. And uh, head coach um, Lane Kiffin in his first year there in Oxford. Um, th- this was a game that um, Austin P. did not win. They uh, really weren't even close to winning this game. Um, but they uh, put up 374 yards of total offense. Um, that's more than the Rebels allowed to Louisville uh, in week one. So the Governors outgained a uh, FBS team against the Rebels, and that and this was a game in Oxford, so Ole Miss was the home team. They had home field advantage all the way. Um, Dray- quarterback Draylon Ellis, who was the OVC Offensive Player of the Year, um, completed just over uh, 50% of his passes for 226 yards and a touchdown. Um, this was his first ever start against a Power 5 team, and it's a pretty darn good one. I know Ole Miss can sometimes be a bit of a, uh, a, a punchline in the SEC because of just some of the crazy things that have gone on with that program in the last decade, but this is a team that's looking like they're really good this year. Um, uh, Benico Harley caught a touchdown, uh, a really, really nice catch, lofted into the front corner of the end zone. He just kind of slipped through uh, almost. It, it, it was a weird-looking catch. He kind of... It almost seemed like he phased through the uh, the cornerback, but he made a nice catch. Cornerback barely even saw the ball, and he just made a and Harley just made a great play on it. Um, he also had uh, running back C.J. Evans Jr. Uh, on a forty yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Um, so very impressive performance there by them. Um, but one thing that like was just absolutely insane to me is that Austin P committed just three penalties for 15 yards. They had 11 penalties in week one against Chattanooga. So committing only three against an SEC school in hostile territory is remarkable. Uh, in contrast, Ole Miss committed 12 penalties for 120 yards. I mean, that's just, that's impressive, man. Um, you also had uh, on defense, Kobe Perry and Shamari Simmons, each getting 11 tackles. Um, Simmons forced and recovered a fumble. And uh, defensive player of the year in the OVC, Cordell Jackson, had two sacks out of his cornerback spot. Um, Shamari Simmons was uh, was happy to play a team like this. You know, th- this, is gonna, this is far and away the best team they're going to play this year. He said, they gave us a great comparison to get ready for different teams in the FCS. And them doing tempo, 
for context, they played a very high-tempo offense um, that did a lot to us and gave us a lot of stuff we need to work on. Um, so these are the exact kind of games you like to schedule if you're an FCS school because you get to go against you know one of the better teams in the country, and that's going to make the OVC teams that they're going to be playing in, in the uh, coming weeks look a little bit easier. Now let's get into uh, high school football action for this week. Uh, the game that I was at, I saw Rossview defeat Northeast, and that one was at Northeast. This was Rossview's first win of the season. They needed this win. Uh, quarterback Hezekiah Scott threw for two touchdowns and ran for two touchdowns all in the first half. Um, he was impressive. He's only a sophomore. That was his first career start. Um, he had some nerves, but he was able to overcome them and lead his team to the win. Um, you know, that was a, a big change that Todd Hood was focused on making. He, he knew that they were – you know, kind of in, in need of a, uh, a different look at quarterback. Not that uh, Garrett Demel, um was, you know, not the wrong choice for them. He's still a, a talented quarterback, and uh, he, and Todd Hood knows that. <clears throat> but uh, they just haven't been, really been scoring. They And they thought maybe, you know, given a change could spark life in that offense, and that's exactly what happened against Northeast. Um, Northeast, excuse me. Um, and uh, despite the loss... Um, for uh, for the Eagles, uh, this was twenty seven to twenty two. I'm not sure I mentioned that, but of course, want to get that in there. Um, funny enough, head coach uh, Brandon Clark was kind of zen about the situation. You know, he he brought a very level headed approach to the situation. Um, he says nobody wants to be one and three, but it's not like we're just getting destroyed every week. It's a competitive team we have. We're just not doing the little stuff that we need to get right. I told the kids I love them. I will. I love how they battled out there. It's like life. Life doesn't always go smooth in how you're going to respect and uh, how you're going to react to adversity. We're in adverse times right now. We'll see how we respond. I challenge them to bounce back at practice. Um, so you, you love to see that kind of approach from a head coach. You know, he's not getting in their faces. He's not yelling at them. He's not tearing them a new one. He's uh, he's kind of keeping it calm, composed, and uh, we'll see how his, his guys react to that this week against Portland. Now, a game that I teased, Clarksville Academy, eight. 87 points against Tennessee Heat. They beat them 87 to 0. They scored 73 points in the first half. I mean, this was a game. Um, our freelancers, uh, Blaine Keller and Ian Castle, were at this game. They were texting me saying, Oh my gosh, they might score 100. This is insane. They were joking that, you know, they might get <laughs> playing time. They might get pulled off the sideline away from their camera and notebook and maybe throw some pads on. It was. It, it's brutal, man. Um, Clarksville Academy is now 4-0, uh, off to a very impressive start. They're facing their toughest test this week against Nashville Christian, but um, you can't deny what they've done already so far this year. Um, granted, Tennessee Heat is a homeschool program. This is their first 11-man game of the year. But if you're going to be a good football team in uh, in high school, you got to beat up on the guys that you're, that you're supposed to beat up on. And Clarksville Academy did exactly that this week. Uh, now, looking at a... Uh, at a, uh, our third and final game for the week. I'm not going to be able to get into every game, of course. Um, but we've got the uh, Kenwood Knights beating West Creek in the Battle of the Mill. Uh, they got a, a fun little trophy for that one. And um, I did predict Kenwood to come out with a win in this one. And uh, they came up with the 25-12 to 12 win. Um, I'm sorry, 25-14 to 14 win. And, uh, you know, that, that was a game I expected the score to be a bit more one-sided in Kenwood's favor. Um, you know, this is a team that, you know, you talk about track meets um, in, in football games. This is a team that can do that as, as well as anybody. Um, 
But at half, t- uh, just before halftime, their starting quarterback Jalen Washington had to get pulled because of some um, personal fouls. Um, they he got he got sat down. I'm sorry, un- it was unsportsmanlike penalties. He had two unsportsmanlike penalties and was taken out of the game. Not quite ejected, but didn't just didn't play the second half. Um, they led 19-7 going into the break and scored once more in that second half um, with. Uh, playing a, a pair of backup quarterbacks in freshman Eric Shepard and junior Caleb Grady. Um, uh, Corbin Howard, very, very good wide receiver for Kenwood. Um, this is a guy that you might be seeing play Division One after this season, had five catches, over 60 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, and the Kenwood defense is uh, looking very strong. You know, the West Creek offense is really their – their main strength uh, over there at uh, for the Coyotes and allowing just 14 points to them for a team whose defense has come to question at times. Overall, very solid for uh, Kenwood. So congratulations to them for getting in that win. They've got a big one coming this week against Springfield. Now let's take a look at our players of the week for this week in Montgomery County. Uh, looking at the boys' side, um, if you listened to the Coach Speak podcast, I did the same thing here. I'm going to give it to the entirety of the uh, Carswell Academy football team. These guys just were, I mean, unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, list, list some names here as I pull up the stats. Um, but some guys that had huge games, Cooper Wallace, DJ Merriweather, Tyson Hagewood, Riley Jones, Carbon Yarborough, Paris Prigden, and Keith Richburg. Um, all of those guys scored. All of those guys had big yards. Um, it was really just kind of an unbelievable performance. Not the kind of game that uh, that you see every week from a high school uh, high school football team. Um, now, looking at the girls' side, um, I'm going to be giving this one to a golfer for CHS, um, Autumn Spencer. Uh, uh, she led the team to finishing just two strokes under at the Patriot Classic at Paris Landing Golf Course. Um, this was on Tuesday of last week. Uh, Autumn Spencer shot a uh, 76, finishing as the top individual scorer for CHS on a team that finished in second place out of 10 in the uh, event. So very impressive showing by them, and uh, congratulations to Clarksville High for coming in second in that event. And thank you again for joining us for another week of the Montgomery County Sports Podcast. My name is Brady McAtamney, and I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. You've been listening to the Main Street Clarksville Sports Podcast with your host, Brady McAtamney. For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.